We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 7 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Israel and Hamas extend ceasefire two days. We have the story. Wichita murder suspect formally charged. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. I'm KMSS meteorologist Dan Holiday. Once again, the snowpack left on the ground will help keep our temperature down today and tomorrow. Our complete forecast and what to expect here in just a few minutes. More Israeli hostages are expected to be freed by Hamas. The two sides have agreed to pause their war for two more days. So far, only women and children have been released, Israeli hostages for Palestinian prisoners. But now Hamas says it's keen to swap what it calls other categories as well. Some of the people it still holds are husbands or fathers of those already freed. Israel previously said it would extend the truce by one day for every 10 more hostages released. The original agreement allowed more aid trucks into southern Gaza too, and UN Secretary-General Antonio Guterres is calling the extension a glimpse of hope and humanity. Jonathan Savage, Fox News. The first and second families will be in Georgia today for a tribute service honoring the late Rosalind Cotter. President and Dr. Biden will join Vice President Harris and Second Gentleman Doug Emhoff for the tribute service at Emory University in Atlanta. The President and the First Lady obviously will, will not be delivering remarks. But White House Press Secretary Corrine Jean-Pierre said the Bidens felt it was important to support the Carter family in their time of sorrow offering their condolences and and participating in the event by attending. Mrs. Carter's funeral will be Wednesday. As she wished, all living First Ladies have been invited to attend that service. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. Carlos Anderson Honeycutt made his first appearance in Sedgwick County District Court Monday. The 26-year-old was arrested in Texas on suspicion of first-degree murder in the death of 24-year-old Brittany Wicker who was shot to death in a home in the 2300 block of South Belmont in Wichita, November 12th. Police say Wicker was likely a victim of domestic violence. Charges are being filed against a Kansas man following a recent Amber Alert. The U.S. Department of Justice said in a press release that 24-year-old Jordan Thompson of Galena is charged with two counts of assault with a deadly weapon for his alleged assault on two people November 24th at the Fort Riley military base. If he is convicted, he could face up to 10 years in prison on each of the two counts. Thompson and another individual were allegedly involved in a recent Amber Alert where a child was taken from a Fort Riley home at gunpoint. That situation prompted law enforcement in Kansas to launch an Amber Alert for the child who was recovered within an hour safely in Butler County. 
Tony Deucing, KNSS News. Former President Donald Trump will return to New York City to testify in his civil fraud trial. This time, the former president will take the stand in his own defense. His legal team says he will return to court December 11th to answer questions along a wider range of topics. New York Attorney General Letitia James is suing the former president for misleading lenders and insurers about the value of his assets. The judge in the case has already ruled that fraud occurred. His decision will be how much of a penalty the defendant must pay. The former president insists the case against him is politically motivated. Gernal Scott, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 7.04, four minutes past 7 o'clock. A key player leaving the Kansas State football program. We'll talk about that coming up in sports. And today is Giving Tuesday. That story coming up on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted, 7.09 now. Nine minutes past 7 o'clock on this Tuesday morning. A man pleaded not guilty to attempted murder Monday in the weekend shooting of three college students of Palestinian descent in Vermont. The attack is being investigated as a possible hate crime. The three young men were shot and injured Saturday while walking near the University of Vermont campus. 48-year-old Jason Eaton was arrested Sunday and made a brief court appearance from jail Monday. He's charged with three counts of attempted murder. For the second time in two weeks, a teenage murder suspect escapes a Louisiana jail. A pair of teenage murder suspects escaped from the youth detention center in East Baton Rouge, Louisiana, Saturday and have since been recaptured. But it comes after one of the 17-year-olds did the very same thing in early November. David Atkins and Willie Jackson were being detained on first-degree murder charges. Baton Rouge police saying they're still trying to figure out how they made their escape. The Baton Rouge Juvenile Detention Center has a history of lack security and escapes. $2 million in security upgrades had been planned but never implemented. Sue Guzman, Fox News. It's the last day to get in on Frontier Airlines' All-You-Can-Fly Pass. Frontier's 2024 All-You-Can-Fly Go Wild Pass, just 500 bucks. That lets passengers book an unlimited number of Frontier domestic and international flights for a year for just a penny per flight. Though if you read the fine print, there are several limitations, including about two months of blackout dates and a booking period that opens 24 hours before the flight. First come, first serve with a limited number of Go Wild seats per trip. So being a spontaneous traveler is key, as Frontier calls its latest opportunity a great value for anyone with flexibility in their travel plans. Jeff Manasso, Fox News. Today is Giving Tuesday. It's a day focusing more on charitable donations rather than Christmas shopping deals. In the past decade, Giving Tuesday has generated billions in donations for nonprofits, foundations, and other groups worldwide. Giving Tuesday started in 2012 as a hashtag and has grown into one of the biggest fundraising dates on the calendar. There are official National Giving Tuesday movements in 80 countries. Last year, an estimated $3.1 billion was donated in 24 hours in the U.S. alone, a 15% increase from 2021 and up 25% since 2020. During 2022's Giving Tuesday, 37 million adults participated by offering gifts of time, skills, and other acts of kindness. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 712. 12 minutes past 7 o'clock. 
Continue to watch out for this uh, traffic accident that happened uh, eastbound on Kellogg between West and Meridian. We've still got some really slow-moving traffic there. Uh, those backups go back quite a ways now, so uh, just continue to watch out for that and avoid it if you can. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. And now the KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Ronnell Williams. Good morning, Ronnell. Hey, good morning, Steve and Ted. How are you guys doing? And you're doing great here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Super. Yeah, things, you know, it's just been chilly out there. Otherwise, things have been pretty quiet. We still need to watch out for a couple of things, though, guys. Uh, when it comes to the refreezing, you know, of course, more sunshine yesterday led to more melting. But then as soon as we hit those evening hours and those temperatures start to drop, you know what's going to happen. All that melting that we had just going to freeze right back over. So we have at least a couple of more overnights and early mornings where we're going to see this happen. And just something that we need to continue to be aware of. Uh, something else, there is potential for a little bit of patchy fog out there with our temperatures below freezing. That could also lead to a couple of slick spots, especially on our main roads where things have improved quite a bit. But still, as long as we're aware of those things to start off today, should be able to make it through our Tuesday morning just fine. More sunshine going to allow for more melting for your Tuesday. High 41 degrees, though. So since we still have a good deal of snow on the ground, that's what's going to still keep us pretty cool out there. 39 degrees yesterday for our Monday afternoon. So only going to be 2 degrees warmer today. There's also going to be a little bit more of a breeze by midday out of the southwest at 10 to 20 miles an hour, but by no means is it going to be a, a gusty day out there. Skies are going to stay clear tonight, dropping back down into the upper teens, and any breeze will likely back off after the sun goes down. A few more clouds gradually moving in tomorrow. This happens just ahead of our next storm system. 43 degrees, still a bit chilly for this time of year for our Wednesday afternoon. And then we'll uh, see more clouds move in during our uh, Wednesday night. That's going to lead to a 10% chance of rain during the night. And then we'll have a 20% chance of rain during the day on Thursday and all the way into the evening. High of 47 degrees. Those temperatures just slowly but surely continue to improve. But then we're going to lose some of that warmth towards the end of the work and school week. Dropping down to 39 degrees on Friday once this next storm system clears the area. There's going to be a 10% chance of rain and snow over this upcoming weekend between Saturday, Sunday, uh, 47 Saturday, 50 degrees Sunday, so temperatures beginning to improve after a chilly Friday. There's also going to be a 10 to 20% chance of rain over the weekend as we have a, a couple of weak disturbances roll through the region. They may attempt to materialize into a little bit of moisture, but so far we're just going to keep those chances low. It looks like into the start of next week, things are going to be dry, sunny, with temperatures getting closer to the middle 50s. Right now, we're at 19 degrees, a little bit of fog out there, leading to a dip in visibility, now down to two miles at Eisenhower National Airport, winds are calm too. All right, thank you, Ronell. The KSN Storm Tracker Three forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Ronell Williams. Seven fifteen, Stephen Ted in the morning here on this Tuesday, November twenty eighth, twenty twenty three, and uh, yesterday's high temperature in Wichita, thirty nine degrees. Normal high for the date fifty two. On this date, November twenty eighth, uh, in nineteen fifty two, Salina set their all time record low for November. When the mercury plunged to five below zero. Hmm. That was a cold day, 1952. All right. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. And it was on this date in 2016, the first commercial flight from the United States to Havana in more than 50 years arrived in Cuba as the island began week-long memorial services for Fidel Castro. 2016, first flight in there in 50 years, of course. Prior to the uh, revolution down there and the Castro taking power in 1959, mm -hmm. it was just uh, Cuba was a 
big, beautiful big tourist place destination. Down there, tourist yeah. destination, casinos, shows, all kinds of stuff. Like a Las Vegas out there in the Caribbean, of course. Uh, and then uh, Castro took over, and they went communist, and, and it kind of got bad for a lot of people. Anyway, history of Cuba. Uh, I couldn't find any uh, really, what I would say, really famous people who had a birthday I wanted to share today. But I did find one interesting character, I think. Chameleonaire is 44 today. Chameleonaire. Yeah. He is uh, a rapper. And, uh, yeah, he's 44. Chameleonaire. Uh, Hakeem Temedayo Sariki. Oh. Chameleonaire. Oh, Chameleonaire does have a little more pop to it. A little more pop to it than, yeah. yeah. That is actual, real, uh, God-given name. Today is uh, Giving Tuesday, as we've mentioned. Someone gave a food bank near Seattle $800,000 oh to help them expand and move into a bigger facility. The donor was described as a generous businessman who wants to remain anonymous. Yeah, but that was much-needed money. Yeah, wow. Yep. It was help out a lot of people. And uh, in honor of Giving Tuesday, we have a list of, quote, the most bizarre items donated to Goodwill. <laughs> and it's a long list, but I, I, chose, uh, yeah, they'll... I chose just a few to share with you this morning. I thought were pretty amusing. Uh, here's a gift, a bizarre gift. How about a guillotine? A guillotine. Uh, you don't see that very guillotine. much. That big thing that chopped people's heads off. You might see more of those in Paris, in Paris rather than yeah. here. Uh, taxidermy cats. Apparently okay. stuffed cats. There you go. Wow. How about... Uh, a glow-in-the-dark Ouija board. Mmm. Yeah. That sounds kitschy enough to be of worth in some sort of form or another. Here's one I really liked. Uh, underwear for squirrels. Ooh. Got to be tiny underwear, yeah. How do you get, how do you put them on? Yeah. And, squirrels uh, not going to sit still for that. And another one <laughs> caught my eye, Ted. A glass jar labeled Fart June 1975. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Don't open that. And, yeah, do not, do not open. Do not open. Those are some of the uh, gifts that they've showed up in uh, Goodwill over the years. Yeah. 7.18 now, Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. It is sports time with Ted Woodward. Ted, take it away. Big news out of football in Manhattan. Kansas State quarterback Will Howard is leaving K-State. He's entering the transfer portal for his final season of eligibility as a college player. Got one year remaining. Will Howard leaving K-State, that means uh, most likely that former Mays quarterback Avery Johnson is set to become the full-time starter for K-State. Coming up, maybe he'll even start the bowl game. Who knows? Yeah. Isn't that strange? Yeah, so Will yeah. Howard is going to uh, go elsewhere for his final year, entering the transfer portal, leaving K-State after four seasons. Let's see, we got college men's basketball tonight. We'll start out uh, in Manhattan, Kansas State hosting Oral Roberts tonight. 7 o'clock, you can listen to that game live on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. K-State has won 12 straight non-conference home games. FanDuel has the Wildcats as a 14.5-point favorite in this one. K-State Oral Roberts, 7 o'clock tonight on KFH. We have home basketball in Lawrence tonight for 5th-ranked Kansas. The Jayhawks are 5-1, and one, hosting Eastern Illinois. First meeting between these two ever in college basketball. 7 o'clock tonight in Lawrence. FanDuel has KU favored by, how much is KU favored by, Steve McIntosh? Over who? Over Eastern Illinois. Uh, one point. 38 and a half. <laughs> 38 and a half point favorites. Really? In it. Yeah. Ooh. So if KU only wins by 37, you know, you're, you're out you of money if you're putting yeah. that on. <laughs> KU Eastern Illinois, 7 o'clock tonight, that game in Lawrence. 
We have women's basketball tonight here in town at Coke Arena. The Shocker Ladies off to a 2-0 start on home court. They've won both their home games so far this season, hosting Southeastern Louisiana. That'll tip off at 6 o'clock tonight. First meeting between these two in 37 years. I will be the special guest PA announcer at the Shocker women's game tonight. How about that? Looking forward to that. 6 o'clock tonight at Coke Arena. Let's take a look at the Monday night football game last night. You heard it right here on KNSS. A close one in Minnesota. The Vikings hosting the Chicago Bears. The Bears with the ball late. 30-yard field goal trying for the lead. Farhash. The holder is the punter, Trenton Gill. 30-yard field goal for the lead. Clock is ticking at 13. Good snap. Ball put down. Kick is up. The kick is perfect. The kick is perfect. And the Bears have gone up 12 to 10 with 10 seconds to go. Always like a football game where there are no touchdowns. Yeah, 12 to 10. That's fun. <laughs> Bears uh, did win that game 12 to 10. The Bears have won two of their last three. Of course, you heard it all last night right here on KNSS. Let's go to basketball, pro basketball in the NBA. The Washington Wizards win on the road last night in Detroit. These are the bottom two teams in the NBA. Somebody had to win this game. Wizards win it 126 to 107. The Wizards snap a nine-game losing streak. Coming off the bench for the Wizards, former Wichita State shocker Landry Shamit had 12 points and four assists, made a couple of three-pointers. Poor Landry Shamit playing on that bad, bad Wizards team. But they did get a win last night in Detroit against the even worse Detroit Pistons. And we'll talk pro football tonight, the weekly edition of the Chiefs Kingdom Show, hosted by the play-by-play voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtus. 6 o'clock tonight, it's on 97.5 and 1240 KFH, talking Chiefs football, getting ready for that Sunday night football game on the road at Green Bay. A lot to talk about on the Chiefs Kingdom Show, 6 o'clock tonight over on KFH at Sports with Stephen Ted. 7.22 now, keep it here for House Call for Health. The end of daylight savings time may be contributing to depression. That's on the way. Stephen, 10 in the morning on KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward, 730 here on this Tuesday morning. And a chilly 19 degrees with some fog and mist around the area. A temporary ceasefire to allow Palestinian prisoners and Hamas-held hostages to be exchanged has been extended. Fox's Jeff Paul and Tel Aviv reports. Both sides agree to continue exchanging Israeli hostages for Palestinian prisoners. But these last few days have not been without delays and issues. And the Israeli government has long said that nothing is guaranteed until it happens. But nonetheless, Qatari mediators who have actually been to Israel to continue negotiating on both sides, saying that they have agreed to get both sides to do a two-day extension of that temporary ceasefire. Israel had previously said that they would do one extra pause for 10 additional hostages released. But the IDF has also pledged to continue its military campaign to root out Hamas. There are still well more than 100 hostages being held by Hamas. Israel has released an average of three Palestinians per Israeli hostage during the trades. Authorities allege a former suburban St. Louis police officer charged with sexually assaulting several arrestees also covertly took photos of people in public bathrooms. St. Louis Post-Dispatch reports 34-year-old Marcellus Blackwell is not charged with the latest allegation, but federal prosecutors discussed the covert photographing allegation yesterday and seeking to have him remain jailed until his trial. 
Blackwell had worked for the North County Police Cooperative for just over a year when he was charged with sexually assaulting arrestees. He allegedly took some people he arrested to isolated areas before he turned off his body camera and abused them. A federal judge rejects former President Donald Trump's bid to subpoena House documents from the January 6th investigation. Judge Tanya Chutkin ruling that the request seemed like nothing more than a fishing expedition. The former president and his lawyers wanted to subpoena Congressman Benny Thompson, the chair of the House January 6th committee, Trump wanting to hear from Thompson and other government officials over allegedly missing materials from the panel's archives. In August, Thompson noted the committee didn't keep records of materials during the panel's hearings. That led Trump lawyers to question whether they'd been lost, destroyed, or altered. Chris DeMeo, Fox News. Congress could vote to expel an embattled member this week. While in Florida, Speaker Mike Johnson says it's not yet determined when or if an expulsion vote on New York Congressman George Santos could happen. It remains to be seen. Um, I've spoken to Congressman Santos uh, at some length over the holiday and talked to him about his options. House Ethics Committee Chairman Michael Guest has filed a resolution to expel Santos after a report from the committee accused Santos of using campaign funds for personal use. Santos has called the investigation political and plans on holding a press conference Thursday morning. In Washington, Ryan Schmelz, Fox News. A Wisconsin judge rules in the case of a local official who showed a picture of his marked ballot online. Ozaki County Judge Paul Malloy ruled that felony charges against 52-year-old Paul Bazell should be dropped. Bazell, who's a member of his local school board, posted the photo of the marked ballot on Facebook during the April 2022 election. The judge ruled that the state law prohibiting voters from showing filled-out ballots was a violation of the constitutional right to freedom of speech. Bazell faced the possibility of three and a half years in prison and a $10,000 fine if convicted. Local prosecutors are asking the state attorney general's office to consider an appeal. The Wisconsin Senate passed a bill okaying ballot selfies in 2020, but that legislation died in the state assembly. Kevin Uretsky, Fox News. And now we'll look at the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. With a clear sky and cold here in Wichita, we expect to be sunny and quiet for most of today. We'll likely reach the upper 30s or so by lunchtime, 42 later on this afternoon. Clear overnight, cello 23, partly sunny, 42 on Wednesday, with a return chance of rain late Thursday. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. Now we have fog and mist in the area, 19 degrees and calm, no wind. 734, Steve and Ted of the morning, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. It is Tuesday morning, and that means it is time for our weekly visit with the Sedgwick County uh, Commission Chair Pete Meitzner. Good morning, sir. Uh, chilly morning to you both. A, ch- yeah, a little chilly out there. So, uh, oh, wow. How was uh, how was Thanksgiving at the Meitzners? Did you have a big gathering? Oh yeah, it's uh, it's always fun. We had a couple of brothers and uh, a couple of families that were out of town this weekend visiting their their families. So uh, not quite as big as usual, but still wonderful day. No. Obviously, yeah, it's more cranberry sauce for you. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you very much, Preston. <laughs> yeah. Sat down at the table, uh, and my wife brings over this. Three, three. Well, it's a it's a plate with three different sections of cranberry sauce. Sets it right by Ooh. my elbow, as if I'm going to take any of that stuff. Yikes! You, you yeah. gave a hard pass to that. Oh yeah. You know, my yeah, grand. I'm not. I'm not a big pumpkin pie fan. But, no, uh, 
I guess I, you know, I look at it. Yeah. Eat the ice cream. Yeah, eat, eat the whipped cream off there, and there you go. That my, that uh, that uh, cranberry stuff, whatever. My grandfather yeah. grandfather used to call that toe jam. I'm not exactly <laughs> sure what what that was. Wow, have you ever heard that term, toe jam? No, no, I haven't. He also liked to say uh, things were going haywire, which I guess meant yeah. they were you know they were off. They were just confused and crazy, off the rails. Yeah. Anyway, that's, that's a long, long time ago. All right, Chief, uh, let's see what's going on here. Um, the the, the uh, Passenger Railroad Service, which you have been a, a big proponent of uh, and a leader on, and I guess KDOT's going to have a, a meeting. Is this going to be one of those um, cyber meetings, you know? Yeah, it's kind of a, kind of a virtual meeting. And, virtual. Uh, it's on our website. You've got a chance, to, if, if any of the public wants to weigh in, Actually, uh, they're taking comment until November 30th. So uh, there is a, a website. Uh, it's easy. If you could go to sedgwickcounty.org, uh, we have a link to it. And uh, so you can, but it's also got a presentation in there. You can hear the, the oh, about a 10 slide presentation update. And you can even hear the, the verbal part of it. And then you can kind of weigh in with comments. They, I think there's about six or seven questions you can comment on. Hmm. Uh, so they're just take, taking comments. We're hoping to hear uh, from FRA, Federal Rail Administration, uh, 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 go forward, meaning uh, uh, they give us an approval uh, in December. That the KDOT feels that December we will hear something from uh, FRA that we'd have a dedicated uh, route that that's approved. So uh, that's the route from Oklahoma City through Wichita to Newton. You talked about the website there, and um, I I tried several times this morning on the website to get into the uh, uh, agenda preview, whatever your agenda preview is. I could not get that, could not get that to open. So I don't know whether it's just me, and and I don't know how to operate a mouse, or or whether you got something going on. Well, maybe there's maybe maybe the reason is because we're not having a agenda meeting this week. You're not having a meeting, okay? It said uh, last last week, last Wednesday of the month. Okay. So, okay, we don't have one. There's a label that says 29th, so maybe that's the problem. Oh, it does? Yeah. Okay. I well, think maybe it's okay. mislabeled. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, what about bridges? Uh, we have a story this morning about this bridge down near Clearwater that's been in operation since 1955, and apparently they're going to start on building a new one there uh, next Monday. Um, yeah. It's Clearwater area, and it's a bridge over the river. It's a, an important bridge, and, and uh, it kind of reminds me that when I moved from the city to the county, the county has about 600, just over 600 bridges, believe it or not, that, that we're in charge of. Many, many, many of them are <clears throat> are small bridges over culverts in the in the western Sedgwick County farm farming, but it, they need to be strong enough to carry those big combines and, and tractors and food, you know, grain, grain trucks. So uh, kind of a big burden for the county. Uh, 600 bridges is quite a, quite a lot of bridges, actually. So, uh, now, who the, the build that they were built by, was that built by the federal government uh, or the state? Uh, who builds bridges then? Something like the one in Clearwater is in cooperation with, with federal because it goes over, over the, over the uh, you know a federal waterway, being yeah. a, a river, so uh, it's a combination. But a lot of the ones that are in the rural part of Sedgwick is kind of on Sedgwick's county's uh, our bridge fund, and 
you know, they have a pretty good science. I learned that they have uh, structural engineers that go out and uh, check. I think they want to check at least 10% of them a year. That'd be, that means every bridge would be checked within uh, within a 10-year span. And then they prioritize it for structural uh, damage. So, uh, well, yeah. And you, then that's on our, our list to do. Yeah. We've discussed before about uh, your budget, your Sedgwick County budget, and how it's kind of misleading if you look at a number because, uh, as you've told us, uh, a lot of what you have in your budget is you don't have any discretion over. A lot of it's uh, mandated by the st- state that you have to spend that money, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, by 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 state uh, constitution, counties are basically an extension of the state government. So counties do have to provide things like uh, – a jail, sheriff's department, you know, uh, and those kind of things. Nine one one, and by by an ex- by being an extension of the state, and then uh, and then the county also has uh, things that they do in behalf of the community. But a lot of it is, whereas the cities, called municipalities, they they're chartered under their own jurisdiction. That's why that you hear this word called home rule. They can do ordinances, oh, such as an example would be when the city of Wichita did that marijuana ordinance. Um, it, it, I don't know how enforceable it is, but they but they can do that under home rule, whereas uh, the county would, would have uh, – well, we, we would not be able to because we're an extension of state law. So it would have to be a state rule that – you know, that that's maybe helps explain the, the difference uh, be- in the state. In the county and cities. Yeah. Big snowfall this week and the temperatures plunged and uh, uh, the homeless people went somewhere, I guess. Uh, we don't have the, the new shelter up and going until later this week, right? Well, that's what I just was talking to Commissioner Beatty yesterday and uh, it wasn't open yet. I think uh, humankind, they're, they're doing a, a, a really fast and hard job of getting supplies and, and Staff trained as well as coordinating the uh, the nonprofits that are donating time and energy towards support services. So it's it's herding cats, but I, I think it's well. This this was uh, today being what twenty five degrees, whatever it is, is is really going to accelerate the uh, the exposure to these to these people. So I think, got nine, I think it'd be a, we got nineteen yeah. degrees right now. Wow! Wow! Very cold. All right. Yeah, they've had an emergency shelter open this week up at 8th and Market. Yeah, 8th and Market, they've got one there. Yeah, that's right. That's right. They reopened that also, yeah. All right. Hey, uh, there's also – I went to a thing last night at Botanical Gardens for a crime commission. It was really nice. You know, they got – you want to see a million lights or whatever it is. But but today, Tuesday, and tomorrow, Wednesday, the crime commission and um, Botanical Gardens are opening up for free – uh, anybody that they were going to do just police and sheriffs, but they've opened it up to all first responders, 911, EMS, and their families to come for free if they want to anytime today, tonight, and uh, tomorrow, Wednesday. So that's really nice recognition of all the all the work they do during these during these times. When we're off, they're still working. So okay. uh, you can see uh, uh, anyway. the illuminations underway, right, Ted? So that's that's. I think Marty told me one time that's two million lights. Wow. Right, that's a nice, yeah, that's a nice gesture. Yeah, very impressive, and yeah, nice gesture. And Crime Commission does a great job. They're they're also support, you know, that 
what is that? Today is the giving anything. This is giving day. Yes, this is giving yeah. day. And, and uh, uh, you know, that, that the, K, the canine, the sheriff's department and the police department, we lost a canine. His name was Bane. Yeah. And uh, they always, they have a little, uh, you know, raise a little money to replace. Those canines are not uh, inexpensive. Uh, a lot of training goes into that. And so uh, bet. that was a sad, sad deal to lose a dog oh, and uh, a canine unit. But um, so they, they just threw that out there. I'm sitting there going, well, let's see, I'm on the board of Lord's Diner and cerebral palsy and there's so many so many areas you can give so i encourage everybody to search their soul and and maybe give a little where they where they think they that they would like to so all right you can't disagree with that all right well thank you sir yeah. thanks for being with us and uh we'll check with you again next week sedgwick county elected okay, yeah. uh, sedgwick county commission chair pete meitzer with Stephen ted in the morning coming up the wichita business journal update Wichita's Cheney Door Company is expanding. Ah, that's coming up. Stephen's Head in the Morning here on KNSS. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Stephen said in the morning, KNSS, 749 now. Three big things. Three. Suspect formally charged with killing a Wichita woman. Police say it was domestic violence. Two. Harvey County especially hard hit by weekend storm with more than a foot of snow and hundreds of 911 calls. One. Israel and Hamas agree to a two-day ceasefire extension for more prisoner and hostage exchange. Three big things, Steve and Ted on KNSS. So far this morning, uh, things have been uh, here and there in traffic. We've had the occasional split spot, and this just now popping up. Give me just a second here. Uh, stalled out vehicle being reported. This is eastbound. Hmm. Hey, I'm going to have to get a better better description on this. Uh, right now, I'm seeing a heavy, heavy traffic due to something like this. This is uh, 
K96 and Hillside. And southbound I-135 is actually really uh, uh, really slow there as well. But uh, uh, westbound K96 is slowing down in that area as well. Traffic update, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Sunny today with a high of 42 degrees, mostly clear and cold tonight. The overnight low, 20. For Wednesday, mostly sunny. Tomorrow's high, 43 degrees. Now fog and mist in the area. Calm wind and 19 degrees. One social media platform is coming under increased scrutiny after terrorism-related content goes viral. Fox on Tech. Republicans and Democrats on Capitol Hill have a common enemy, TikTok. TikTok is in more trouble after a disturbing new trend where TikTokers are praising Osama bin Laden, the mastermind of the September 11th terror attacks that nearly killed 3,000 Americans. TikTok says content praising Osama bin Laden clearly violates their rules on supporting terrorism and says the content is not unique to TikTok but has popped up on other platforms. But lawmakers say this is proof it's time to act before it's too late. Here's Republican Congressman from Wisconsin, Mike Gallagher. For someone on TikTok to somehow suggest that this is America's fault or that bin Laden, who killed thousands of innocent Americans, was right, is absolutely disgusting and further evidence that we need to ban TikTok or force a sale. But any congressional action on TikTok might have to wait until after the holidays and the new year. With Fox on Tech, Hillary Vaughn, Fox Business. On Cyber Monday, stock indexes ended on the downside. Stocks losing steam heading into the closing bell and ending in the red as investors get in gear for a busy week of economic data. E-commerce stocks like Amazon, Shopify, and Buy Now, Pay Later company Affirm rose on this Cyber Monday. Shares of Affirm Holdings leading the charge, rising 12% in large part due to a report from Adobe that said Buy Now, Pay Later transactions drove $760 million in online spending in Black Friday weekend sales. Shares of Foot Locker fell after the sportswear shoe retailer was downgraded by City. The Dow winners, Microsoft, Home Depot, and Walmart. The Dow decliners, United Health Group, Amgen, and Johnson & Johnson. The Dow falling 57 points. The Nasdaq down 10. S&P 500 down 9. Hillary Varsky, Fox News. And local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. After more than 50 years, a local business does not appear to be slowing down as it grows its Wichita footprint. Cheney Door Company adding a 13,000-square-foot warehouse at 123 South Ellis, just across the alley from its longtime home in the 100 block of South Lulu. Company leadership says the new building, which marked a 33% addition in square footage, was made out of necessity. Business is growing 40% during the last three years. Cheney Door provides a range of residential and commercial services, including garage doors, gates, and entry doors. After delays, Boeing's 737 MAX 10 is cleared for test flights, and that's good news for Wichita's Spirit Aerosystems. The Federal Aviation Administration moved the Boeing 737 MAX 10 jet to a new status, the Wall Street Journal reported last week. After the flight tests are completed, Boeing expects deliveries to begin in 2024. Like its 737 predecessors, Spirit Aerosystems manufactures the jet's fuselage, pylon, wing, uh, wing leading edges, uh, thrust reverser, and engine nacelles in Wichita. And the news means more work for Spirit as more than 70% of the plate is manufactured in the air capital. One of Wichita's most prominent locally-based brands, adding a new executive to its franchise development team to aid the company's growth ambitions. 
Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers announcing it has hired Nick Boris, who most recently worked as a senior vice president for franchise sales at Fuzzy's Taco Shop as vice president of franchise development. That move comes after the fast casual brand crossed a milestone last month, opening its 500th U.S. location. Freddy's has said it is targeting 60 new restaurants during the course of this year. And that's business news from the Wichita Business Journal. Well, that's breakfast time for a lot of people. How about National French Toast Day? There you go. Also known as eggy bread or omelet bread. It makes a great breakfast for guests or part of a brunch. And I say tasty. Don't uh, get it very often, but uh, it's right there on top of my list. It's That's good. French Toast Day. 755, Stephen Ted. Stay with us coming up in the 8 o'clock hour on KNSS. We have the latest on today's tribute service for former First Lady Rosalind Carter. Uh, Ted has sports on the way. Yeah, big news. K-State football losing a key member of its team. We'll tell you about that coming up in sports. Plus entertainment news. You got the blur on the way, too. Yeah, we got, uh, we'll got. we get you all your entertainment news in the blur. Good stuff. That'll be coming up in 40 minutes at 835. And we have traffic and weather, as always, in the 8 o'clock hour with Stephen Ted. Stay with us. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 